Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about the power of love. It's going to be a fantastic show, can't wait to get into the content with you. But before we do that, I just want to remind you that if you are watching this show on YouTube, uh, please click the link below after you finish watching the show so you can take my 30 second quiz so we can figure out what is blocking you from success. And of course, if you're watching this on my movies, make sure you leave your email so we can send you the Manifesting with a Master's video e-course. So guys, please help me in uh, help, uh, welcoming my guest today, James Prague. James, how are you today? Great, Natalie. How are you? I am fabulous. Great. We were just talking uh, before about uh, James's new book. It's called The Power of Love. Um, and uh, James is a medium. And uh, so it's it's an interesting subject or a topic to be to be uh, you know writing about exactly. Um, so uh, so tell me a little bit. So let's let's go back and tell a little bit about your story. So uh, did you always have the gift of being a medium? Have you, have you had it your whole life? And you know and how did it progress into to, to writing this message? Well, uh, yeah, I've been doing this work thirty five years. So as a child, I've always seen spirit and uh, knew they were around and it's in colors and lights around people, knowing it's the aura. And uh, it ran in my family. So my grandparents and great grandparents had the abilities. And those days, just called the knowingness. It wasn't anything special. And for me also, it wasn't anything really special. I thought everybody could see things like this. And, and my mother said, no, not many people can. So you gotta be very careful who you tell this to. So that's how I grew up. But I was never fear-based. It was never fear-based. It, it was always there, if you will. And in my teenage years, I just was a normal everyday teenager and it didn't really come out again until probably my mid-20s when I started meditation. And I went to see a medium from England just as a fun thing with a friend. I knew nothing about mediums. And he said, you're going to communicate with the spirit world in two years' time. And I said, what? This guy must be crazy. And what happened was I started, again, meditation. And I started seeing spirit like it is a child. And one day I was working at an office, a uh, regular corporate office, and I saw a dead lady behind this girl. I knew it was her grandmother. I gave her details that I'm sure her and only her grandmother knew. And I ran home freaking out. And I called up this medium from England and said, no, who else to talk to? And he said, don't you remember the, the spirit world told you you're going to be talking in two years' time to to the spirit world. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, well, James, those two years are exactly today. It's been two years today. So it was exactly, and that was 35 years ago. And I, and I since then, of course, developed and learned about it and really worked my craft as far as developing my craft, my sensitivity, set development circle for over 10, 15 years, and really worked uh, some spirits since then. So 15 books later, here I am. Wow, 15. You are busy, my friend. <laughs> Very busy around the world, jumping around the world and opening people up to love. Yeah. Yeah. So is this the, the power of love? Is it different to the other books that you've written before? It's very different. Uh, every book I do is different. So uh, a lot of the books about mediumship or uh, children growing up in heaven or grief counseling, grief work. This book came to me from obviously from spirit, the power of love, because really we've talked about many, many times that they come through in love. The only reason the spirit is able to manifest is because the love bonds that are created on the earth continue on. So they wanted everyone to know that everybody can have love. There's no reason why love escapes you. Everybody is made from love. That's your natural vibration. It's your natural energy. So why does it escape you? It's like the oxygen around us that we breathe in. So if only the, the human being would, would understand, remember that they are love, they're made from love, they can have love in their life. So this book is all about remembering who you are and why can't you have it. So it sounds like you're talking about self-love as well as family love, as well as relationship love. Yeah, because if you can love yourself first, then you can love others. I mean, the first step is loving ourselves and mm -hmm. having that relationship with your soul and understanding you're good no matter what and you don't have to please anybody. Whatever everyone thinks about you is none of your business and nobody can love you more than you can love yourself because 
nobody knows you more than you know yourself. So you first have established that sense of self-love, self, if you will, self-awareness, and, and really forgive yourself for, you know, we're all souls having this human experience, and they're the good, bad, and the ugly. We're all made up for all these wonderful things. So stop the judgment, because judgment is very fear-based, and step into the love space, because that's, I think life is a series of choices between love and fear, and, and that's all it is. We can make more of it than that, but it's love or fear. So choose love, that's, that's what I say. Well, you know, I'm sure that there's many people watching the show right now, uh, me included, uh, who are pretty tough on ourselves. <laughs> yes, we all are. You know, we said hi. Well, I, let me talk for myself. I said high expectations. I beat myself up when I don't meet them. So how do I step into, um, you know, how do I practice self-love? What does that look like? Well, if then what have a relationship with have who you really are, which is your soul having an experience. And mm -hmm. as a soul, you've been through many, 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 many lifetimes, if not on this earth, but other planets and star systems as well. So it's first realize that you're a soul having a human experience and that you've come back to the schoolroom for the soul. And there are a lot of lessons to learn here, whether it's forgiveness or patience or compassion or peace. And it's all to evolve the soul. It's not to hurt us or judge or punish us. It's to really evolve and learn something. So nothing happens by accident. I think everything is divinely led and divine timing is a part of it. And I, and I really believe that our natural sense of the soul, our natural vibration is that loving essence, if you will. And, and we can't force others to love us if we don't love ourselves. So we first have to find some aspect of ourselves that brings us joy. There'll be something about ourselves, even if we have to go back to our childhood, to a very happy time or happy memory, and try to tune into that happy time and let that resonate with us. I often say to people, go back to childhood, pick a happy, happy memory. And then I say, now go forward to present day. What has changed? And why are you different? And a lot of people say, well, I care too much what other people think of me. Well, that's that's an illusion again, because you're giving away your power. Your power has to stay within you. No, again, no one can make you better than you are yourself. I mean, you, you can love yourself. You're the only one that can love yourself truly for who you are. Yeah. You know, I was uh, at a, a conference not long ago, and one of the speakers said that uh, creation doesn't make mistakes. True. And so our, our feeling of unworthiness is, is arguing with creation that, we're not perfect, you know, that we're not perfect the way that we are, um, you know, and I, I agree, we're, we're on, we're here in this lifetime, <laughs> in this particular incarnation, um, and uh, learning the lessons that we need to learn to evolve to the next level, so. And this, this world, this three-dimensional world, this physical yeah. human world, it's the world of the illusions. None of this is real. The only thing that's real is love. This body will be gone temporarily. The conditions around here of this three-dimensional world, our home is the spirit world. This is our temporary school. So this is the illusion, and we live in the illusions. And a lot of people live stories, whether it's a victim story or whether it's abandonment story or whatever stories they're going to listen to and work, work out, if you will. And that will work for them for a little bit. But then they evolve somehow. Then something looks different and they change. And the world around them is different too. And they have to kind of fit into this brand new world, which in a way I think is great because it gives them liberation. It gives them freedom to look at themselves for who they truly are instead of who they think they are. Mm, absolutely. So, all right. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, soulmate love. Like is it uh, by the information that we can find in the book that teaches us how to attract our soulmate or find our soulmate? One of the things in the book, one of the, one of the uh, areas I cover is based upon that we are all magnets, magnets. Every one of us is a magnet, magnetic energy. And what you think becomes reality. So as you think, so it is. And really, we, in the book, we talk a lot about uh, the vibration that you set up in the atmosphere around you. What will you draw to you? What will you attract to you? Will you attract those qualities of another soul that is right for you and right for them? So I talk about that in depth, about how to attract 
those people in your life who are right for you and right for them. I also teach uh, a lot in my workshops about living in love, coming from the head to the heart. And when you start having that relationship with self and loving self and loving who you are for everything, and you set up that vibration frequency around you. And I talk in the book about on an everyday basis, maybe doing a meditation while you're in the shower, just bring yourself back to a space of love and surrounding yourself in love. And then I say, you know, you got to program your day. So every day I wake up, I program my day by I cleansing myself. Then I spiritually evolve, uh, I bring a beautiful light in and surround myself with this loving light. And then I will say, may God go before me and, and show me the day. or May I have love all around me. And the word love and the word God are the fastest vibrations we have. So you're programming your world uh, that day. You're, you're programming your day. And it's interesting. There's another universal law, which is like attracts like. So you will attract to you that you think. So if you're thinking of love and you're on that vibration, the frequency that you're on, you'll only magnetize or attract that on that same vibration. Yes. Those people in your life who are not genuinely loving you or genuinely right for you, they will eventually slough off and not be part of your experience because they can't sustain that vibration. So I go into depth about that in the book. That's really, really true about love. I mean, I've done it. I've seen best friends who I thought were best friends say bye-bye, family members, bye-bye, job changes, people go through divorces. A lot of things happen. You really come from love. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like what we're doing is tapping into this, like this higher vibrational resonance so that, uh, and it's not just about attracting a soulmate, but I'm sure it's about attracting all the things that we want to, that we want to create in our lives, right? Exactly right. Exactly right. If you come from a space of um, fulfillment, uh, abundance, um, limitlessness, God says yes. God is pure love. You know, God always says yes. Our egos say no. So the human says no. So it's a matter of letting ourselves get away from the ego, which is fear-based, and living really from a soul base, which is pure love. You know, when the spirit people come back to speak to me, they only come in love. They have that faster vibration of love. And they'll talk about things that they weren't proud of when they lived in a lifetime or things they didn't know or are aware of. But when they come through, they certainly bring in that loving energy. And that's the only reason I can connect with them is through the love. Right, exactly. So um, I know we're talking about a connection with God here as well. So is there like a daily practice or something that we can do so that we can, you know, have that communion every day? Well, that's what I just talked about as I do in the um, every morning when I go to the shower and I cleanse myself physically. I'm really sending out uh, thoughts. So every morning some people should, I have a really quick mantra, which is great. You can look in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth or washing your face every morning and every night. And you can even write it on the mirror in the bathroom mirror and say, um, healthy am I, happy am I, holy am I. And say, mm -hmm. healthy am I, happy am I, holy am I. Healthy am I, happy am I, holy am I. And what that does is you're focusing the vibration of those words to self. So healthy am I, happy am I, holy am I. And it's forcing that vibration to sustain around you. And the more one reminds oneself of that, you're, you're creating that atmosphere around you. So that's what you'll attract to, that's what you'll experience, because thoughts are things. So you will experience exactly that what you focus on, whatever you focus on expands. Absolutely. So um, I'm imagining like uh, there'll be a lot of people that are watching the video right now that go, okay, well, if I'm in this high vibration of love and I'm maintaining it and, and being in this in a consistent way, um, surely that helps me show up even in, in my career or in my business or, or anything like that, like that in a completely different way as well. Oh, very much so. It affects every area of your life. So whether it's business, whether it's, um, should I take that, should I take that, uh, change in my business? Should I open up a new company of my own? Should I go out of my own? Should I, should I join this company? Should I do something creative? It changes all that. It gives you permission to be yourself and taking the risk. And many people, especially in business or in love, people don't want to take a risk because it's fear-based. But when you step out of it, you realize there's nothing but love. 
Fear, again, is the ego-based. So when you can step out, it is a test of trust and faith, but you have that sense of working with that vibration of love, magic happens. And you're giving yourself permission to have the magic in your life. And we should. Life is too short not to be lived. No, I know. So let's uh, let's just talk about a practical application of this. So, you know, recently we had the election and, and uh, not everyone was happy with the outcome. Yes. Um, so, uh, and there was, you know, I my Facebook feed blew up and, you know, a lot of the people that I, but my friends, I mean, there was no hate in my Facebook feed, which was great. Um, but, you know, we were talking about stepping up in, in our light and, and doing that. So let's just say that this, that we're in this, you know, uh, situation we're going, okay, that is not what I expected. I'm in shock. Um, and, you know, because of the campaign that uh, that was run leading up to that election, it kind of brought to the surface uh, a lot of things that uh, were not love-based. So how do how do I or someone watching this, sh the, this show go, okay, I'm, I'm, I can see that with that the fear is in here around me, the fear seems to be in the community, how do I rise above that or how do I permeate that out so I can affect the people around me? Well, n number one, we're human beings. We're, we're souls having human experience. So we will have certain human conditions which like get pulverized, like, oh, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. And there's human behavior, like, well, this is not right. This is resonate. Number one, at least it's coming into the light. At least it's being shown for what it is. So whatever the issues are, there's more attention to this, whether it's sexism or, or judgment or, or male chauvinism, whatever it might be, whatever it is out there, um, at least it's coming to the light. So I think that it's important. I think that in you know, a political campaign in the U.S., it's very interesting because it came back from the uh, around Europe and they have a very different perception, which is interesting. It's all about perception. But part of me wants to think, and, and hopefully will, I think everything is in divine order, so I'm sure things are meant to be the way they're going to be. But I believe that there had to be a separation between the two parties because that you know Trump wanted to get in, wanted to get in. So I, I, I know him. I, I know if I've met him a couple of times. And I know that I, I feel that something's going to happen where he's not going to be as extremist as he may have put out in political campaign. I agree. I, I think he's, he, he's a lot softer than he comes out. He really is. A, he's a big, like, very different. Um, I, I think it's, in a way, maybe it'll be a blessing that this came out because maybe there are some issues in the, in the country that we're definitely facing and there have to be changes. So who knows? Let's just hold in, in, in space and love. And, and, I really believe that this divine inspiration, however it's going to be played out in the human, we got to hold it as, you know, beyond us in some ways. And who knows about karmic obligations of the country, karmic obligations of the individual. There's all these other, other factors that are involved. But I think if we bring it down to a lower level, we just we go down. We don't want to. We want to bring it to a higher level of standard. Yeah. And I think, you know, a really important point here is that we create our reality, yeah. you know, regardless of who's in power. It doesn't matter who's in power. My God. And, and America is not the only country that has two people to choose from. And you go, ah, I don't think I want either one of them. Like, <laughs> amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So we have the ability to create our reality and our, our experience. Um, and um, from what I hear you saying, as long as we're coming from love, we get to create something that's outstanding for ourselves. True, Natalie. And, and what uh, years past, a couple of years, people said to me, the world's in a really bad place. What am I going to do? I'm really upset. I'm very depressed about the world situations. Oh, wow. What am I going to do? And I said, well, you can't stay in your room and be depressed and, you know, eat bonbons all day. You know, you can't, what you can do proactively is be aware of the microcosm, which is you within you. So you're in charge of this vehicle right here and you can choose love or fear. Now, 
I believe in the rippling effect. I believe that what you have, you will create the atmosphere around you. And eventually I do believe it'll ripple out into the universe or to other people. I'm living proof of that because 35 years ago, you couldn't find a medium on television like there is today. I was one of the first ones out there and people used to think, oh, he's crazy. He's gonna, you know, he goes to go to a mental institution. And I'll tell you that the spirit world were right when they said, we're going to reach the mass consciousness. And they have. And you think 35 years ago, talking to the dead people, that's going to be in the center of the consciousness of people? No. Now, of course, it is. Everybody knows about mediumship. The same thing about love, the same thing about changing the world. I think there's got to be a rippling effect. And I think it's going to start with self. And I think it's got to be very, very careful where we place our thoughts and our, our words, our deeds. I think it's all very important where we hold the vibration. Yeah, I agree. And it just means that we have an ecstatically, fantastically awesome, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> which is joy in the journey which is j-o-u-r-n-e-y joy in the journey yes absolutely so darling thank you so much for joining me today uh if people want to connect with you and get their hands on the book uh, which is the best way they can do that uh the best way is my facebook page which is james van prague and it's the public figure page mm -hmm. wonderful and also my website which is www.vanprague.com there you go um, and guys, remember, if you're watching this online, just click the banner to the side. It'll take you straight through to James's site from there. If you're watching it on the app, that's the banner underneath. Uh, so I encourage you to share this video. Please, let's get the word out. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, also, don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, click that the link below now that the show is over. And uh, you can do the 30-second quiz so we can figure out what is blocking you from success. And leave your email on the box if you're on mymovies.com so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. <laughs>